afternoon and how the devil are we all are we all good really really hope so thank you for joining me for chapter 21 of mr stink we only have a few chapters left and we have had a couple of suggestions um, for new books. Um, one of them, uh, one of them is a Roald Dahl book, and it's called Fantastic Mr. Fox. I don't actually have that one, so I will go to the library and see if I can find that one before we run out um, on this one. Uh, the other one I haven't heard of, but I can't remember what it was called. Uh, the Mir Miraculous Journey of Edward something. Um, but Ariana, um, who has suggested it, thank you very much. Um, I haven't actually heard of that. I will have a look in the library as well um, because, well, hopefully they'll be able to... Um, it, I did Google it to see what it was about and it did sound as though it was very good. So um but hopefully the library will have it so um watch this space hopefully we will get there before we finish mr stink okay um if anybody else has any book suggestions to be read after this one then please message me just like ariana did um so so um We'll get on with reading chapter 21, shall we? So chapter 21 is called Wet Wipe. <clears throat> so here goes. Why don't you come too? shouted Chloe to Annabelle over the thunderous noise of the helicopter blades. No, this is your day, Chloe, her little sister hollered back. This is all because of you. And besides, that helicopter's tiny. It'll absolutely whiff in there. Chloe grinned and waved goodbye as the helicopter slowly ascended, flattening most of the plants and flowers in the garden as it did so. Mother's bouffant danced around her head like candy floss on a windy day at the seafront as she attempted to hold it down. Elizabeth the cat got blown across the lawn. She tried desperately to cling onto the grass with her claws, but despite meowing for mercy, the wind from the blades was just too strong and she shot across the garden like a fairy cannonball and into the pond. Plop! The Duchess looked down from the helicopter window, smirking. <clears throat> As they glided up and up and up, Chloe saw her house, her street and her town get smaller and smaller. Soon the postal districts were packed below her like squares on a chessboard. It was unutterably thrilling. For the first time in her life, Chloe felt like she was at the centre of the world. She looked over at Mr Stink. He was getting reacquainted with a toffee bonbon that 
from the looks of it, had been in his trouser pocket since, oh, the late 1950s. Apart from his jaw working desperately to chew the ancient confectionery, he looked perfectly relaxed, as if taking a helicopter ride to see the Prime Minister was something he did most days. Chloe smiled over at him and he smiled back with that special twinkle in his eye that almost made you forget how bad he smelled. Mr Stink tapped on the pilot's shoulder. Are you going to be coming round with a trolley service at any point? he asked. Um, it's just a short flight, sir. Oh, well, any chance of a cup of tea and a bun then? I am very sorry, sir, replied the pilot with a firmness that suggested this conversation was about to be over. <sighs> very disappointing, said Mr Stink. Chloe recognised the door of number 10 Downing Street because it was always on those boring political shows she was allowed to watch on Sunday mornings. It was big and black and always had a policeman standing outside. She thought, if I joined the police, I would want to be chasing baddies all day, not standing outside a door, thinking about whether or not I should have spaghetti hoops for my tea. However, she wisely kept that thought to herself, as the policeman opened the door for them with a smile. <clears throat> Please take a seat said an immaculately dressed butler, haughtily. The staff were used to playing host to royalty and world leaders at 10 Downing Street. Not a little girl, um, a transvestite tramp and his dog. The Prime Minister will be with you shortly. They were standing big oak-panelled room with dozens of gold-framed oil paintings of serious-looking old men staring out at you from the walls. The tinsel around the frames did little to counter their severe looks. Suddenly, the double doors flew open and a herd of men in suits approached them. Good afternoon, Mr Stinky, said the Prime Minister. You could tell he was in charge as he was walking at the front of the herd. It's just stink, Prime Minister, corrected one of his advisers. How are you doing, mate? said the Prime Minister, trying to downplay his poshness. He offered out his perfectly manicured and moisturised little hand for Mr Stink to shake. The tramp offered his own big, dirty, gnarled hand and looking at it, the Prime Minister quickly withdrew his uh, and he preferred to give his new best friend a mock punch on the shoulder. He then examined his knuckles and noticed they had some grime on them. Wet wipe, he demanded, now, 
A man at the back of the herd hurriedly produced a wet wipe and it was passed forward to the Prime Minister. He quickly wiped his hand with it before passing it back to the man at the back. A pleasure to meet you too, Mr Prime Minister, said Mr Stink, without conviction. Oh, call me Dave, said the Prime Minister. Gosh, he does smell like a toilet, he whispered to one of his advisers. Mr Stink looked at Chloe Hurt, but the Prime Minister didn't notice. So, you made quite a splash on question time, my homeless pal, he continued. Ruddy hilarious! Ha ha ha! He wiped away a non-existent tear of laughter from his eyes. I think we could use you. Use him? asked Chloe suspiciously. Yeah, yeah. It's no secret it's not looking good for me in the election. My approval rating with the public right now is... One of the herd hastily opened a folder and there was a long pause as he flicked through pages and pages of information. Bad. A bad, right. Thanks, Perkins, said the Prime Minister sarcastically. It's Brownlow. Ugh, whatever. The Prime Minister turned back to Mr Stink. I think if we had you, a real-life tramp, take over from Mrs Crumb as candidate, it could be brilliant. I mean, it's far too late to rope anyone else in now. And you would be the ideal last-minute replacement. You're just so funny. I mean, to laugh at, not really with. Excuse me, said Chloe, feeling very protective of her friend now. The Prime Minister ignored her. It's genius, it really is. If you joined the party, it would fool the public into thinking we cared about the homeless. Maybe one day I could even make you minister for soap dodgers. Soap dodgers, said Mr Stink. Yeah, you know the homeless. All uh, right, said Mr Stink. And as Prime Minister, or as Minister for the Homeless, I would be able to help other homeless people? Well, no, said the Prime Minister. It wouldn't mean anything. It would just make me look like a fantastic tramp-loving guy. Well, what do you say, Mr Stinky Poo? Mr Stink looked very ill at ease. I don't... I mean, I'm not sure. Are you kidding me? laughed the Prime Minister. You're a tramp. You can't have anything better to do. The suited herd laughed too. Suddenly, Chloe had a flashback to her school. The Prime Minister and his aides were behaving exactly like the gang of mean girls in her year. Still stumbling for words, Mr Stink looked over to her for help.
Prime Minister, said Chloe. Yes, he answered with an expectant smile. Why don't you stick it up your fat bum? <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, child, chuckled Mr Stink. Goodbye, Prime Minister. A Merry Christmas to you all. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. That was rude of the Prime Minister. Imagine the Prime Minister of England acting like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> the less said about that, the better, eh? <laughs> now... Um, join me tomorrow for chapter 22 and we'll find out what happens when Mr Stinky Poo <laughs> doesn't take the Prime Minister up on his offer. Because his offer wasn't very kind, was it? And today is World Kindness Day. <laughs> anyway... You all have an amazing day. Make sure you take care and stay safe. And join me all again tomorrow. And I will read chapter 22. We're nearly at the end. <laughs> all right then. See you all tomorrow. Bye for now.